0: Welcome back to The Rob Maynard Show, friends. Uh, It's good to be with you uh, once again. And we have another great American story about leadership, faith, and innovation that I want to bring you to to you today. And uh, the title of today's show is The American Man is in Crisis. Uh, Traditional gender roles once gave families stability and continuity from generation to generation. Uh, But today the world is in full-scale attack on what it means to be a man. All the gender bending as men questioning who they are and how to fulfill the important roles in life, fathers, husbands, and community leaders. This uncertainty is disrupting their personal and professional lives. It's leaving them frustrated and causing them to live far below their potential. The very foundations of our society are crumbling because of this mess. My guest today knows that men of strength and spiritual grounding are needed right now more than ever and this demand will only grow in the coming years. We need men who are awake, aware, and available to themselves, their families, and their local communities. That is vital. Men who are physically capable of sound and sober minds and spiritually connected to the Father of truth and love, who provides the way, the truth, and the life and that will be used in vital ways. But the problem is we're getting smaller in number, suicides, isolation, alcoholism, drug use, soy, and everything that's created a shortage of men. We gotta get a grip on it. And Jeremy Sladen is a certified personal trainer, a Division I college athlete, first team All-American, seven year pro ball player in the Phillies organization where he was a three-time All-Star. Jeremy's also a recovering addict who's taken his pain and years of healing and turn those experiences and knowledge into what's called the Warrior MBS program as part of his mission to optimize men's health. Jeremy, welcome to the Rob Manus Show.
1: Man, thank you for having me. It's, it's great to be here, and I'm glad you only said the good attributes on my bio and left out all the bad stuff. Thank you for that.
0: Well, I'll let you speak to that. <laughs> 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 maybe uh, we'll see we'll see well we appreciate you coming on uh when i found out about your program and found out about you i was excited my family's from uh, uh west tennessee and uh i'm a big baseball player my brothers i have three brothers we all played baseball from the time uh in my case from uh, when i was four until i was 43 i played uh formal base in formal baseball league so uh, uh it's uh it's, it's, it's good america's to see. pastime
1: there's nothing like it
0: yeah, and it still is, even though it, there's a little bit of wokeism that we got to figure out how to get out of that, too. So people will continue to be watching it that love this country because a lot of people that love the country have stopped watching professional sports, especially uh, because of some really bad policies. So hopefully Major League Baseball especially will uh, get that worked out and we could all continue to enjoy America's pastime, man, because every kid should grow up playing baseball and learning what it means to be an American because that's the sport that really uh, uh, has, has taught so many kids, boys and girls, uh, through softball. So, so, hey, I appreciate you coming on, I, I, I love your story. Uh, obviously, I'm a big baseball uh, guy myself, but I'm also very concerned, like you are, about men and boys in our society today uh, especially because the United States of America relies on men and women as families to maintain its strength. You know, and, 100%. Uh, yes. if, as we just saw in the last election, uh, you know, the party that still uh, purports to love the country and its founding values, the Republicans didn't do very well because they lost unmarried women in the vote. Uh, and, and not enough men get out to vote uh, in my opinion. So Agreed. we've really got to address that. And you've, and you've designed a program to come up with that. I mentioned it in the monologue, uh, warrior MBS. Well, first of all, what's MBS stand for?
1: MBS stands for mind, body, and soul. So I feel body, like body and soul. Yes, sir. I feel like those, those are very connected things. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got, a, if your if your body is, is sharp and your head's clean, clear, and spiritually you're grounded, you're probably going to be a lot more courageous kind of a guy and we need more courage.
0: Yes, we definitely need more courage. You're seeing a lack of courage, uh, all across the board in our institutions in the country. Now, uh, it doesn't matter whether it's at the local or the federal level in government, uh, or even in the military where, which is what my professional background is primarily in, uh, there's a severe lack of moral courage in the senior leadership, uh, and the mid-level leadership in the United States military. Uh, and, uh things are not looking good for the country uh as a whole so warrior mbs jeremy what what is that program uh, what is, what have you seen in life and what are you seeing in life that and, that caused you to create the program but tell us what the program is first
1: sure well i'll give you just a real brief background so i left my corporate career which i was having a lot of success at i was um I was a a full-time sales manager for a a major roofing manufacturer. So I was selling a lot to government. I was selling to hospitals um, and big private manufacturing firms. Um, And I just saw through probably 2012, honestly, was when I really started paying attention and I saw these deceptions that were coming over our nation like a cloud and and then coming over the globe like a cloud. Then 2020 hit and, you know, in my relationship with the Lord, I, I was just very frustrated. And I felt like he knocked on the door of my heart and said, Jeremy, you need to speak the truth to, to this world. Get get out there and speak. And I, I you know I didn't know what to do, but I left my job. I launched a podcast. I launched a platform called J Slay USA, which is a it's an old baseball nickname, J Slay, but J S L A Y USA. And after doing that for, for a pretty good while and interviewing some world class, uh, bold and courageous leaders in their field, you know, I began to get canceled. I began to get, uh, you know, taken down from YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, okay, this is not going to be sustainable. So I was, I was praying one night and I said, God, where am I uniquely placed, um, to have a voice and where can I, where can I actually make a difference? And I felt like God said, you, you know, Jeremy, you're, you're a coach. You've been coached in your life and you've been a coach. And, uh, you know, I played professional sports until I was 30 years old. And um, I I thought, you know, these three words came to my mind, mind, body and soul, because when I was a a ball player, I was always at my best when my head was clear. I I wasn't overwhelmed by thinking um, when my body was in shape and when spiritually I was I was grounded um, and I didn't feel off kilter in that kind of a way. And, you know, those three items, mind, body and soul, they're connected. They buffer each other. And if one of them begins to lack, well, it seems like the other two pretty quickly follow. And I thought, you know what, men need competition again. Men need encouragement in a world that's calling them toxic, and they need community. I've talked to counselors. You mentioned my my background history with some addiction. I started meeting with counselors, not just for myself, but after I recovered from from those addictions. And I began to ask the question, what's the number one problem facing men today? And I expected them to say, well, pornography or maybe alcohol or, you know, something. And it was like, no, those are symptoms. The real problem is isolation. Men are actually not connecting in relationships anymore. And COVID magnified that times three, you know, uh, social distance, wear your mask. You know, if you're white and you're a man, you're part of the patriarchy. Don't talk about the Black Lives Matter issue. Just listen. Um, All those things were happening at once. And so I, you know, I definitely saw what was going on and I created a program that's meant to be a personal reset for guys who maybe, maybe it's just one of the items. Maybe they just want to get in a lot better shape through the holidays, or maybe they mm-hmm. they battle brain fog every afternoon and they've got to rely on coffee and chemicals to get them through. But then because of that, they're not sleeping well. Well, those are things I've studied. And then I thought, let, let's, let's make it a competition. Let's make it fun. Um, and, you know, feeling like a locker room again. And, uh, man, we've had some great results. We've got the next round kicking off in just a couple days here. So if any of your listeners wants to go to warrior, you can schedule a call with me to talk about it. Uh, but better get on it. Cause it's, it's coming quick and we, we're launching uh, next Monday.
0: Well, that's fantastic, man. Uh, you know, uh, military active duty and veterans, we, we have a higher suicide rate than almost anybody, especially amongst males. Uh, uh, I think it is the highest still, Uh, and it's been a problem for some time. And and on the veteran side, I think the isolation piece of it uh, is probably one of the major drivers behind that, too, because, you know, uh, just like being on a baseball team or any kind of uh, really tight-knit organization, you know, uh, folks in the military, they're on very tight-knit teams. They're, They're ingrained to rely on each other uh, for their very lives, uh, when they're doing their mission. And when you leave that arena, it's like a, a big spring that's been wrapped around you kind of sp- let's go, you know, yeah. and uh, a lot of people just don't know how to handle it. And, uh, yeah. they need, they just need little, little help to handle that.
1: That's right. And, and, and that same thing, maybe not to the same degree, cause in, in the military, it's life and death. You're relying mm. on your, yeah. your brother to watch your, your back for your life. You know, in sports, it's more of, okay, we're, we're in this journey together to make it to the major leagues or to you know to win the yeah. World Series or whatever. Um, but when you lose that, you, you lose a piece of your identity as well. And you, you spend mm-hmm. time trying to figure out, who am I? And that's where the addictions come into play. That's where the isolation comes into play because people don't understand. And you have not been a regular civilian for a long time. And your words are mm-hmm. echoing uh, one of the last stars, and he won't mind me sharing his name, um of of the last program was ben peterson he's he was a nine-year uh war veteran saw a lot of combat in iraq Mm -hmm. and afghanistan he came on we do this thing called warrior profiles where through the program i'll bring on guys and it's just for the internal community um to get to know each other and he said jeremy sure he he basically echoed everything you said and i want to share real quick what he's doing he's got a thing called um the heroes honor festival which he put together to honor the war veterans of Vietnam who were spit on. They were Mm -hmm. rejected, neglected when they came back. But those were the very men that when Ben got off the plane coming back from Iraq, and he was nervous about the way America would receive him. Mm -hmm. And they guarded his way and made sure that he was welcomed home. And it had such an effect on him, he wanted to put something together. So he threw this big thing at the uh, Daytona Speedway. Um, only, I think it was on veterans day earlier this year. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a huge success and he travels around now. Um, this is going to be pertinent to our conversation. He travels around now to military bases, um, preaching the gospel and Mm -hmm. helping these guys find community to active military. I was on the phone with him the other night and I said, Ben, you know, I see what's going on at the highest levels of our military in terms of what we can see with the wokeness. And there, it seems like they're accepting the agenda. I've talked to General Flynn directly about this and General mm-hmm. Flynn told me, he sa- and this is me, he, he said, you know, Jeremy, about half the, the the generals have bought in, the other half have not. Um, but I said, Ben, what about the, the guys that are being recruited? What, yeah, Because I think of these young, you know, strong guys that that, that love their mm-hmm. country. And he's like, dude, it's in danger because the way that they're marketing themselves um, they're, fi- they're getting a lot of guys who really aren't qualified, who, who are kind of lost. Um, and, and it's, it's just, it, it's a dangerous situation. We're putting ourselves in because of these woke agendas, because you don't want to mess around with our national defense. So I'll That's, leave that tr-
0: That's true. I mean, I, I, I preach that, uh, uh, not in a gospel way, but, but as a former military commander, uh, who spent th- over three days of his life in the air force, uh, and rose up to be a fairly senior level uh, commander in the Air Force. Uh, I preach that all the time, you know, and I remind people that, you know, uh, we have a society that's hating white men right now. And I, and, I, and I don't say that lightly. I'm not being hyperbolic. It's just a fact uh, that, that we see that, and that's happening. Uh, but 83% of the Americans that died in action in Iraq were white men. Mm-hmm. 83%. Now think about that uh when you're facing recruiting goal challenges to at the point at the levels that we're facing today uh it's because you are attacking the largest pool it's more than three fourths of the pool that from uh and quite frankly the the men that are warrior types that that have that ingrained in them or are raised that way like all of my boys uh, and my daughter all had the warrior ethos ingrained in them mm-hmm. uh, because I raised them that way. They lived with me. Uh, it, but those people, they don't want to go into a military that's attacking white men. And my number 100%. three son, I've had three kids in the military, uh, and number three left active duty uh, a year ago, August, because he was forced as a non-commissioned officer to do a training exercise where it highlighted that white men were more privileged than all the other people on their team. And you, you can't, you can't build and maintain teams that rely on each other for their very lives, uh, under those types of conditions. So they're just not joining and they're leaving. Yeah. Uh, and that's not well, being reported very widely, either. the retention challenge is not being reported because they're holding that data, uh, close hold within the military, which is another reason why, uh, people don't want to serve.
1: The other thing too, if you're, you know, a traditional masculine young man, Part of the reason you join the military is like I said before you love your country and you're willing to bleed for it. You're willing to die for it. That's right. When your country's becoming something unrecognizable that promotes every type of deviant sexuality and they're trying to they're after your kids too. Like mm-hmm. do you really want to fight, bleed and die for that kind of a nation? So I'm I'm not trying to tell anybody not to be patriotic, but but that would be a real problem for me if one of my sons wanted to join and I'm thinking what, what kind of nation are we defending right now?
0: Well, it's not patriotic to defend a nation. That's not the United States of America. That's supposed to be following its founding values and following its constitution. It's not. Uh, so senior people yeah. like me, look, my dad was in the Air Force. He recruited me and my, one of my brothers. Uh, I, re, I recruited my family members. That's why that's where most of the all-volunteer force comes from. Uh, and, uh, and people like me are openly saying we're no longer recruiting. I mean, we're not yeah. telling people not to do anything, but if it comes up to us, we don't recruit and we don't recruit our family members at all. Right. Uh, so so their numbers, uh, unfortunately, our numbers are dwindling. But uh, but the message has to be sent somehow. Uh, and the government is so powerful now, uh, you, you, you can't push back on it in any other way other than to uh, be civil disobedient in, in a way that uh, right. can't get you in trouble with the law. So, yeah. I- so go ahead.
1: I was going to say I think mass non-compliance is is a key fact. you see it in major corporations every once in a while there's a story where the the um the, the employees you know mm-hmm. they get to, they come together and they say we're not going to do this. And I don't mean in like a union picketing kind of way. I mean like about like Southwest and their mask mandates, the the airline company. Right. Um you know they came together and said we're not going to do right. this and it flipped the company brass where they're like okay, you know, we don't want to lose all of our employees. So there's yeah. a chance that 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 can happen. Um, And if this country continue, I mean, you mentioned the founding fathers. This is a little known news story. You might remember it. But one of the first things they did when Biden was installed into office was they put warning labels in our National Archives museums over the Declaration of Independence, over the Constitution that said this could potentially be triggering or harmful. (laughs) Like those are our founding documents. And our own government is saying they're harmful. Like they're obviously trying to subvert our nation.
0: Oh, yeah. I've run for office since I left the military, and uh, I'm routinely called an extremist and a traitor to the country. I uh, served for so long, and uh, lost a lot of friends in that service, almost lost my own life uh, uh, more than a couple of times, you know. Uh, so, it, And it's because I run on the Constitution of the United States and the values of the right. Declaration that underpinned it, underpinned it, and they routinely, still to this day, uh, call me an extremist. Uh, but I wear that I wear that proudly. Now, it took me a while to get past that from a, from yep. a personal perspective. Uh, but now I wear that proudly and I go, you know what? Uh, I'm with the constitution. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you're the extremist because you refuse to be, and you purport to be an American. Uh, but Jeremy, exactly right. What are the things in our society that, that the, the men that you come in contact with through your <clears throat> program, Uh, what are, let's go through some of the things that they're seeing and, and, and how they, uh, how they don't feel they're prepared to handle it and and what warrior MBS, uh, gives them as tools to to work through those kinds of issues. I mean, I mean, there's just a, there's just a plethora of things going on in this country. I mean, we've seen, uh, over 300% increase in mental health issues in America uh the pandemic did a lot of that but that was on the rise even before then really wasn't it
1: yes yeah there's no doubt about that well the main thing i'm seeing you know for guys that join the program and i'm going to skip the stuff that you could talk about anytime which is there is a there's a meal plan that's involved um Mm -hmm. so that their nutrition that we we try to become very conscious of what we're putting in our bodies Uh, we want to get away from those endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in so many of the processed foods so we can start thinking more clearly start thinking more like men um there is a customized workout program where i and by the way the average age is 52 of the guys that join mm-hmm. um because maybe they've had lo- a longer time where the 500 dollars entry fee isn't such a big deal and also mm-hmm. they probably had a longer time to get out of shape and and they want to they want to get back in shape mm-hmm. but a lot of those men of that age group you know everywhere from my age to i think 67 is the oldest we've had so far a lot of them have not had the time to do the research of people like you and me and people that know more than us. And they don't really understand the, the how do I put the the control of globally and these various cabal type groups like the Mm -hmm. world economic forum, ESG scores. So they're confused. Why are all the companies all of a sudden woke? And you, you got to really understand your, your enemy. You got to understand who you're fighting. Um, So there's an education that they get out of this, that maybe not all of them were even looking for, but almost every well every man that joins has to say, "I'm a American Christian biological man that is a patriot, defined as, "I believe in our founding, our constitution, and I will fight for American freedom." That's, if, you, if you can say all those things, it's probably going to weed out you know <laughs> the, the subversive liberals that might try to get, get in there. Um, but you know, with, with that, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Oh many of them just have not had the time and i think as the economy gets worse by design by the way they find Mm -hmm. themselves busier and busier than ever because they've got to still provide for their family they got they got still meet needs but yet there's more of a pressure placed upon them so what i try to do is help these guys find their lane like i mentioned i have had i've had a year of getting a world-class education by guys like dr peter mccullough dr robert malone Um, Larry Elder, people that have been on my show and talked about the hot button issues of society. And I'm able to find, say the guy's guy's a financial advisor and managing multiple millions of dollars in his community and he's in the program. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about ESG scores to make sure that he is putting his money from those families into groups that will still provide an excellent payback, but also are not going to try to subvert everything that they believe in. So, um, yeah, regardless of the area, I think that's where God's placed me is as a coach, get them in shape, help them learn about what they're putting in their body, provide a community, but also provide, uh, maybe direction on how they can be best used to fight for our faith, our family and our future.
0: Oh, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, you, you, you're getting men in this program that, that already have been leaders in our country. Uh, and that have the potential to go on to be even even better leaders in the country. So so that's really really good news from, from my perspective. It, you yeah. know, it it's always surprises me that people don't know what an ESG score is and and and, and how that translates into what they're seeing. Because all, all most many people see is is the outcomes. You know, like Disney Disney World, the Disney Corporation uh uh you know i mean all of a sudden they just go completely subversive uh on woke and transgender and uh uh and and they really don't give a darn uh yeah. that their content designed for children children i know i know you know
1: well they well they yeah they do give you mean who who doesn't give a darn
0: the disney people they don't know the care. disney no Yeah, they don't care they don't care that the the content they're putting in there intentionally now because of things like ESG scores uh is gonna harm those kids. Yeah, they care that they're that those are kids that they can put their content in front of because they want to change them uh in the following this trash, but they don't care about those kids like like I care about my kids, right?
1: Yeah, well, and I, I think here's the other thing. They are deceived to such a level, and I'm gonna say exactly what Jesus said. He said they are following their father, the father of lies. And I think that they they may think in their minds, their they're far gone deceived minds, that they are actually helping. That they're going to bring about this new ut- global utopia. And, you know, we're going to have people that are free to express themselves. And it's going to be this transgender fairyland, it seems like. But, you know, I, I think that they knowingly are doing it like you're saying. But it's not that they don't care. It's that they actually do care. And that's why they've made it a point. Like, here's what we're going to do. And what the ESG scores from a global perspective does is it says, okay, we're going to if you don't abide by these di- dictates, we're going to make sure that you have no way to compete in the industry. and you've got Blackrock behind it. You've got these mm-hmm. massive organizations with trillions of dollars at their disposal that can basically wait you out and bankrupt you if you don't you know uh, abide by it. I think where the yeah. American man is is confused about that is they're like, well, huh? I guess the NFL is just doing this because it's better. It makes them more money, or I guess Disney's doing this because it's it's the cool thing to do. It's actually not. I think what they've learned is kind of like Amazon. If you can get all the other competitors out of the way, well, people are still gonna gonna use you because who, who's yeah. who's watching other football outside of the NFL or who's making better better movies that are more entertaining than Disney? Um, <laughs> and I use that word better lightly. That, but, that's a good
0: way. That's a good way to explain uh, people's, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know how what to call it, whether it's inability to extract themselves from, from this uh, entertainment uh, or what. Uh, but I do yeah. watch, I, I watch the, the newest season of the USFL and has some great high quality professional football. So go watch the USFL and no, they don't pay me. Uh, but, uh, but they had, a, they had a pretty good season this year. I'll check it out then.
1: One, one last thing we'll say, I know we talk for, for your listeners that are into the finance thing and they're like, well, who, who would I invest in? There's a great company I'd like everybody to check out called strive. You can go to strive.com. They are patriotic. All they, they say they're kind of like their own version of a Northwestern mutual or, um, but they, they invest in companies that are about excellence and about the Constitution, not about some woke agenda. So check check them out. It's a good place to start.
0: That is a good place to start. I've heard of them, and uh, uh, hopefully folks will, will hear that. Uh, also, I will tell everybody, uh, just remind everybody, I've got Jeremy's uh, Truth Social handle up. It's at JCUSA, just like his nickname uh, was. Uh, uh, so that's up on the screen the whole time. And, uh, of course, Warrior MBS dot com uh, is where you need to go to find out about the program Uh, so beyond the things like ESG you know I mean you see crazy things I mean one of the videos that uh, that your team sent along with your bio was this video of this woman uh, pouring a mixture of of, uh, bleach and something on men's crotches in the subway what the heck is all that about I mean I I just turned 61 so uh, you know I don't you know what? get it. I don't it's get ama- it.
1: It's amazing. Here you've got an attractive young woman who claims to be oppressed by, you know, the patriarchy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, they've come up with this idea of if you're, if you're spreading your legs apart like that, you're showing your masculine dominance. So we're going to teach you a lesson. How many guys got up and slapped her in the face?
0: None. None. Right. None.
1: And I'm not saying that they should, but what I'm saying is you've got a woman claiming she's oppressed. Doing pouring bleach and water on these guys' crotches, knowing there's going to be zero repercussions. And at the end of her little video, she 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 models. She starts modeling a little bit. I don't know if that was included with my team's package, but it, it it's just we're we're gaslit as men and as traditional you know patriotic Christians. We're gaslit so badly. It's almost the rule of thumb at this point is everything that they're saying about you is what they are actually doing. You know, she's taking advantage of the goodness of those guys that they're not getting up and beating her down and notice that she didn't happen to pour any bleach and water on a gangster looking, you know, black dude, for instance. She didn't do that. Right. Because that would go against her entire framework. Um, Yeah. So it's 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 crazy. And I'll say one other thing about this insanity. So whether you're talking about California's laws and with abortion and that now they're going to extend it to after birth um and legally if anybody tries to investigate how the baby died, the born baby, that they'll come after the investigators or that we're they're putting, you know, transgender women in the in, in prison with uh, with real women and they're getting raped. The more those things happen, I think the more it's going to shake awake the 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 people in the middle that we've been dying to get them to wake up for so long. But yeah. it, it's it's going to take just like these obscene measures almost to do it. So I, I think in some ways, as bad as all that is, um, it is awakening that 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 silent majority that needs to stop being silent.
0: Yeah, I just hope it can get out there at the level that it needs to, because as we talked about before the show, before we went on the air, you know, censorship is uh, alive and well in this country, unfortunately. And, uh, uh, and uh, it really keeps the truth from being known by most of the people, in my opinion, and, uh, th- which is the reason why my show even exists. Uh, you know, my, my show only exists is because I saw the corporate media uh, uh, in the big tech suppressing the truth. That's right. Uh, uh, after I left the military, you know. for that, I, I really didn't pay that much attention to it because I was focused on, on being ready to or doing the mission that I had, had That's done. right. Uh, you and- know, but after I got out, I uh, started seeing this craziness, mm-hmm.
1: and the amount of control that they have over mainstream—you know, big tech working in tandem with big government. That's the whole um, public-private partnership we're hearing about all the time. They—they yeah. um, they are corralling all of humanity that they can into this groupthink, and the people that are in it they that are that are being corralled they don't realize it because they're still just going to youtube facebook they think well i didn't really like trump and he's associated with true social so those are probably just crazy people but they may call (laughs) us conspiracy theorists but what they are is coincidence coincidence theorists because all of these things happening at the same time whether you're talking about the attacks on men transgender ideology stuff abortion craziness I mean, we could go on and on kamala harris being able to get away with saying we have a closed border <laughs> right right as well as mayorkas we have a closed well, border well
0: you in know, the media being able to carry that water for them and say that uh, that a person like me that says something like hey they're trying to change the demographics of the united states and bring in people that will vote for them by their own admission calling that uh, fascist and racist yeah. and conspiracy theorists and uh, just in the last 24 hours chuck sumer has had a press conference where he said we need to to legalize all these 11 million illegals in the country because we're not having enough babies and we need to replace those babies
1: it's those it's are almost so, his
0: exact words it's, uh, it's brazen I, I watched the yeah. same
1: thing you know to, to finish my point was going to align with yours though um they are, creating the, the, they are actually helping to create the parallel economy. You know, Rumble, uh, the video platform, is growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, you know, Truth Social. Now, none of the alternate media stuff is as user-friendly yet, and it's maybe not as fun to use yet. But, right. hey, small sacrifice at this point to be able to tell the truth, share the truth. And my hope is the more that um, these government elitists, global elitists, squeeze and clamp down on what news is allowed and not allowed, the more just logical people, whether on the right or the left, but they're, they're like a Bill Maher type, you know, he's trying to be logical and you can mm-hmm. see him sort of sliding toward conservatism. Cause he's like, I, I didn't sign up for this. These people are nuts, right? He's saying things like that. So yeah. I hope there's an awakening coming from it.
0: Yeah. It's because it's because what they do defies logic, you know, uh, yes. and, and somebody like Bill Maher, he, he's a logic person uh, at, at his foundation, you know, that's the foundation that's right. of his comedy. Everything is all based on logic. Uh, and, and for folks that are like that, that may have been on the left, you bet they're going to come around. And uh, uh, I, I look forward to the day when Mar finally admits that, you know what, I think I'm really a conservative.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it, it could happen. He have to have maybe a little bit more of a spiritual awakening. But, yeah, I think the yep. logic piece is really killing him right now
0: yeah well the one thing they can't stop is us praying for people to cut, to have a spiritual awakening and I, and I do that routinely every single day i'm awake i'm alive the uh you know to to get back a little bit to you know uh, the effects on men in america uh and i have i have five children four of them are men uh and uh my youngest just turned 18 so uh, they've been kind of cloistered because they've been around me a lot, mm-hmm. but they see it because I've not restricted their use of, of the tools of society like iPhones and, uh, and those kind of things. So it's not that they don't see it, but they've been, gra- you know, I gave them the foundation of being able to use logic to think through uh, issues, I think. Uh, uh, and uh, so they haven't been as impacted, but not every parent is as hands-on as somebody like me. You know, I've had that opportunity, uh, but uh, my wife and I have. But uh, uh, but not every parent has that opportunity, especially in today's society. Young parents, most families are two two job families uh, with daycare involved and those kind of things. Uh, how can young men uh, 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 interdict that? I think is the word that I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, well, it depends on the children. age group you're. Yeah, children. So so let's think about the young kids. And right now, it's no secret that the, the left and the globalists are absolutely after the kids, just as they are in every totalitarian regime. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they want to sway those minds because they're easily moldable and they're trying to create a separation between a parent's power over their kids and the state's power over their kids, mm-hmm. easily evidenced by the way that they're treated uh, in the medical community and in um, government government schools which is public schools um you know i would say number one we have to be very aware of what our kids are consuming Uh, we've got to be willing to make the sacrifices to pull them away from companies like disney which we've already talked about Mm -hmm. but i think having a strong family structure in place with a mother and a father I know, I know not every family has that opportunity and there's things that happen. I get it, but yep. the attack is also on the nuclear family. And without the voice of a mother to encourage, to nurture, to just love, you know, regardless of how they perform, which dad should do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the dad is such an important voice because he teaches fortitude, resilience, how to get up when you're knocked down and teaches that boy, Hey, you may not win every time. In fact, you're probably going to lose more than you win. But that's part of being a man, and it makes the victory so much more special when you get it. That's, that's the kind of voice that um, is not being heard by the millennials and younger generation, uh, that everybody gets a trophy generation. And that's why yeah. we're seeing this unbelievable amount of weakness. The, the cancel culture basically is because you've, get, you've got these young guys on, 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 the, uh, on the Internet that, re- that at the moment they see something they don't like, they go crazy and they reach out to big tech or whoever and they say we've got to put them out of business because they can't say that which is antithetical to to our entire you know government free speech constitution um so I, i would say two things be very much aware of the messaging that is coming from all over the place and the best way that you can um negate that as a father, especially is be a model of strength, be a model of masculinity. And all these dads out there who are closet conservatives or, you know, uh, couch conservatives, I'll call them that are waiting around for somebody to fix things, that's cowardice. And your kids yeah. see that we got yeah. to step up even to our own hurt, even to our own hurt. Uh, because I think that in the end, that message is going to shine through to your boys and to your daughters Yeah. Um, and, and develop stronger young people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, uh, uh, my youngest son, I, I, I have homeschooled him since seventh grade, uh, and I had the chance to do that because I retired from the military, uh, and he needed it because he's mildly autistic, and uh, and the public school system just didn't have. The, it it might have had what's considered resources and enough mm-hmm. resources, but it didn't have the compassion needed to see the child through to to where they could be on a path to success in their own right. Uh, You know, so I took him out. And that's given me an opportunity with him to where uh, he he, he just cast his first vote. And he had no problems casting his vote the same way I did. (laughs) Let's put it that way. And it wasn't for the left. (laughs) You know, uh, but but not everybody has that opportunity. So I'm glad you said that Uh, you constantly have to be on the lookout for the messaging, uh, because you don't, you don't want to cut your kids off from society, but you have to watch that messaging and make sure you're countering it, uh, with the truth because it's not the truth.
1: That's right. You know, and, and when I was growing up in the, you know, the, the mid eighties, nineties, uh, where I was still under my parents' authority and all that, you know, If you were listening to conservative shows like this one back then, they'd basically be saying the same thing. You know, you gotta you gotta yeah. guard the heart of these, these young kids and yourselves, and um, c- you know, consider the messaging, consider the source. But back then, we also had a general trust in the major institutions of America, with mm-hmm. be it healthcare, be it uh, even even big churches. A lot, of, you know, you just had a general trust of okay, they may get some things wrong, but they've got our the families and America's best interest at heart. That was kind of where we were yeah. at. Um, yeah. it, that has flipped on its head. I mean, right now it's, it's almost the opposite. It's like, if you're a major company or you're the public schools or whatever, mm. my, my default position is you're not to be trusted until you prove otherwise. So yeah. we're, we're in a new place where what we're talking about is that much more important.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, the most trusted institution, uh, which I served in, uh, has uh, dropped from when I was uh, in my last days in the military, uh, military officers were trusted at a rate of about 85 uh, percent, if I remember the polling, and they do this poll every year. Uh, and now it's below 55 percent uh, today, it's, it's, um... uh, because of what people are seeing, you know. And that's why they're not able to meet their recruiting goals uh, and those kinds of things. Uh, uh, it, it, you mentioned something about the, being a conservative and thinking that somebody else is going to come fix it, uh, yeah. folks. Jeremy's doing what he's doing because he has figured out that nobody's going to come to fix it. He's got to put it on his shoulders and put his shoulder to the wheel uh, and do the fixing himself. That's why I'm sitting in front of this TV camera even though I could be sitting on the beach uh, uh, right now. But I'm doing this that I make no money at uh, simply to get facts and truth uh, to the American people. Uh, because you have to take the reins, you have to steer the ship. You have to be the engine to make the, uh, make the car go down the road because nobody is left and the, and our institutions aren't left. And those of us that are going to do this, we're going to do it together, uh, as a team, just like every generation has before. Uh, but get off the couch, man, get off the couch. We need your leadership. We need your leadership. Uh, and, uh, at every level. I think you mentioned it, uh, uh, you know, uh, all the way from the lowest level of kids in the crib to, uh, to, uh, to community and government, uh, 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 all the way up to the federal level. We need men to take the mantle of leadership back uh, and figure yeah. out ways to do that so that they can see the truth and then act on the truth. Uh, That's right. What, most of what you're seeing coming from society uh, is not the truth these days.
1: No doubt about it. And you know, global great resets can only be countered by local great awakenings. And yeah. so you're, you're super important. You're not on a federal level, not on a state level, but every man that has some leadership skills, um, and maybe a little bit of clout because they've lived the American dream and now they're 55, mm-hmm. they've got a good bank account. They're respected in their community, their voice counts. And I think they were the yeah. most quiet since 2020 because they didn't want to lose what they'd gotten. They didn't want to lose the respect they didn't want to lose the 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 financial, you know, status that they gained. It w- mm. the, the truth is what you're saying to do and what I'm saying to do, it's going to cost you something. But are your grandkids yeah. worth it? Are your kids worth it? Is the future of this country that you love that gave you this opportunity, is it worth it? And I, I think the answer is yes, but you've got to connect those dots. And one, one great example that I'll give of that is early on during COVID, mm-hmm. you know, you, you had a few voices in the medical community, respected doctors that all signed the Great Barrington Declaration. It said, That's right. How we're going about it globally is all wrong. And it, it makes no sense on its face. And they all signed it. And it was, it was a pretty large number of, of doctors across the mm-hmm. globe. Yeah. And they basically all got canceled. Many lost their medical license. Just recently, um, Dr. Peter McCullough, the most published uh, cardiologist in this nation, lost his mm-hmm. medical license for saying things that are like provably true. Right. Yes. If those doctors, If it wasn't 5% of the doctors, but instead it was 30% or 40%, all of a sudden you'd see this cascading effect. But that's why the COVID stuff lasted so long is you didn't have enough people and enough doctors in the medical community standing shoulder to shoulder saying, we're not going to go along with the WHO funded by Bill Gates. We're not going to do it. Yeah. But, and it's so like that so in every
0: professional institution, you know, the, yes. uh, there's a large group of uh, retired military officers now all the way up to the four-star general level, uh, uh, and I'm part of them, uh, that's pushing back on things like the COVID vaccine mandate that's being used to kick people out of the military and punish them uh, and those kind of things because it's wrong. And the more we get to do that, to join us, the more likely it is we're going to force the institution to overcome its its bureaucratic inertia uh, of wanting to continue its bad policy and illegal order and reverse that uh, and and make things right for people. It's the same type of thing that's going on with Peter McCullough and Dr. Malone uh, uh, and the medical profession. Uh, So you're absolutely right. And uh, I guess I'm a recruiter because I'm recruiting men and women uh, to step out of their comfort zone and not worry about uh, uh, losing what they've already gained. Uh, because if you don't act, the economy's going down. It's going down the tubes. If you haven't seen the FTX uh, fiasco, mm-hmm. with the evaporation <clears throat> of billions of uh, investors' dollars in that Bitcoin operation—that uh, was a pure scam—and and the protectionism that's going on of the individual that did that, mm-hmm. and the people that helped him do that in the in the uh, in the governments around the world, uh, then that. That's, what's going to take what you've earned. That's what's going to take what your status. That's right. is. That type of activity being allowed to continue to occur is taking our economy down and that's where you're going to lose what you've earned. So if you don't act, it's going to be gone and it's going to be on much worse than if you act and you ha- you have to face a little bit of criticism. Don't you think that that
1: is a, that is a great point You're on, on the money? That's, that's the whole, like, yeah. if you let it go, how it's going and you climb up the chain to the top. Their, their motto is, you'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> That's exactly. what they say. Now, the yeah. people saying it are going to own everything. <laughs>
0: exactly right. Yeah, they're going to own everything, and they're going to have all the power uh, unless we act. So we're acting. Jeremy and I are acting in our own right. It's your turn, too. Join us. Well, Jeremy, how to, tell people again how to, how to find uh, Warrior MBS and sign up and, uh, and, and uh, where you're located on social media and how they can get in touch with you.
1: Okay, up a little bit there, but I'm assuming you can hear me. Um, it's wordmbs.com. Um, I've extended the discount rate, uh, until tomorrow. So get in there, sign up or schedule a call with me to talk about it. You, you'll talk to me directly. Um, so that's one place. The other place, if you want to see my political commentary, cultural commentary, go to, um, J slay USA, J-S-L-A-Y-U-S-A on rumble, uh, truth social, I, you know, I put stuff out there, but I, my long form yeah. content is on uh, rumble.
0: Fantastic. And I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you for what you're doing. You're in my prayers, uh, uh, and we'll stay there, uh, as long as I'm breathing and thinking. And, uh, I look forward to seeing more great things come out of your operation uh, and your, uh, your, uh, your spiritual, uh, nature and your warrior nature is the reason why America's going to win.
1: Well, thank you. I believe it. And, uh, we just got to keep fighting for it. So thank you for everything you're doing as well. And for your prayers.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, Jeremy. My best to your family. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, uh, Jeremy Sladen, uh, J. Slay USA. I like that name. Uh, that's where you can find him on True Social. But like you said, go to the website uh, and get signed up. Uh, we need men to realize what's happening, and I think a lot do, as Jeremy said, uh, but they're not quite sure what to do. Well. You can get a hold of me at robmainus.com. You can send an email uh, through that, and I can put you in touch with people like Jeremy Slayton uh, that can help you, and I'm happy to do it. Uh, or just to ask me questions. I'm happy to answer questions, and I do answer emails, unless they're death threats, and I get some of those too. Uh, but uh, the answer to that is, uh, I'm praying for you, and uh, God bless you, and God bless you, I just called the police uh, and reported this email so if you're going to do that kind of stuff that's what happens on there i'm very upfront about it and, and uh because uh, i love you guys and i want you to be peaceful and prosperous americans that love each other even if you're a leftist uh, we want you to be peaceful and prosperous uh, uh, and continue to grow this country so that it stays in existence because at the rate we're going the existence of the country is at stake until next week I'm Rob Manis.